0: busy Mm -mm. okay let me run something past you real quick have you ever heard of the show um what is it oh American American Ninja Warriors let me see I'm trying to think of the theme song thingy in my head I think it's American Ninja Warrior that's what it is because at the end the guy goes on the next American Ninja Warrior yeah I had to do it. I'm sorry. I had to do it to be able to confirm that that was the show I'm talking about. But, anywho, that's a show that pretty much, you know, you should know at this point, I love anything where I have to go ahead and clap on and cheer somebody on and scream at them through the TV because they need my support mm -hmm, to be able to win. (laughs) Because uh, if I'm, let's go and all that, if I'm not in the game the way that I need to be, I don't think that they're going to win. And I believe that. So, when I cheer for someone I give it my absolute best it's sweat I need to turn a fan on it's a situation and I love those kind of shows so this kind of show is pretty much like an obstacle course Where people come in, they do like jump skips and a lot of stuff with upper body strength. Some things that require lower body strength. And you got to climb up a wall at the bottom or at the end of it. And then you hit the button and you scream, let's go. Because it seems to be a thing of, you know, (laughs) it's almost a uh, worldly way uh, in the spiritual realm to say it is finished kind of thing. And I love the show. I really do. But one particular contestant got my attention. Literally, they were able to show that this man, this particular participant, I think he may have tried out on this particular obstacle course, maybe three to four times. And so they played the tape before he attempted this particular new time, right? So it was, he tried again, and then, oh, right at the balancing beam, he, he... dropped into the water and you see him kind of like ah with the sad face and then he tried out for the following year and he made it and everyone was cheering and then he got to his arch nemesis the balancing beam and he tried to walk across this particular pole log thing that was moving but he had to walk across it and it was water underneath and he started to walk and then his foot gave out and it oh he didn't make it oh my goodness and then the third time you know he went ahead and he's like all right boom 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 got to the same spot the balancing beam and the thing is moving and you can see the water underneath you can see him like okay I'm getting ready and then he goes and he goes and then his foot does that thing like he quit walking but guess what he fell oh my goodness seriously sir but this time On this particular obstacle course, he had two options. He had the opportunity to walk across this thing that they call the domino effect, where he would just pretty much have to walk on top of things that look like overgrown dominoes to get to the other side. Or he could have gone to his arch nemesis, the balancing beam. And walked across that and, you know, you either A, go for something that you're like, I'm more likely to go ahead and get this win on this particular path. Uh, It's new to me, but I already have history on this other path, right? And so this time they were doing it because they were doing a whole social distancing, what have you, on this particular episode. And so he looked at the monitor where his family was watching and he was like, which one should I pick? And so I couldn't hear what they were saying, but he was already had his mind set up that Buddy was going to go to the uh, balancing beam. So he acted like he was going to go to the domino side on the left and did the real, like, uh, uh, skirt and went to the right to the balancing beam. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> I'm nervous. You know, I feel like maybe 19th time the charm. Who knows? I don't really know how that goes, but it definitely was something that was like, whew, okay, how does this go? Right? So what do you think happened? Buddy got to the balancing beam, was super excited, started to run across and fell. I, can I, I, I just needed to do that. And I was upset. Because I was an invested, you know, show watcher. And I'm like, I don't understand. And so what does the show do? Rub it in. Rub the salt in the womb. They came to him and was like, hey, while he is in the water, right? I'm talking about, buddy is, uh, Mr. Sir is drenched, okay? Uh, and so they wanted him to give a speech in the middle of his failure. So they was like, hey, you didn't quite seem to make it. What happened? And he was like, well, <clears throat> I just want to thank my wife and my children for supporting me and um you know it's just one of those things i guess i just got to do more practice but you know i got kids who love me pretty much trying to pick up the pieces of the ego Mm -hmm. because i'm sure you had this whole thing in your mind like listen i gotta get it this time fourth time the charm fifth time the charm kind of thing and then once again it's like so my husband immediately was like there's no way there's no way I would have literally had it where I would have had this particular identical beam somewhere where I practice only that I would have put myself through all kinds of balancing things so that I I don't know, my ankles need to get it together. I don't know, but I would have practiced this thing to perfecting it and I wouldn't have lost. Like I couldn't, how do you miss this? The same. They're not changing the obstacle course. It's not like it's something new. It is literally the same exact thing you've been doing for years and he gets to the same exact point and he drives, Every time, and for some reason, I was like, I see a lesson in that. I see a lesson in the fact that we don't go back and take the things that tried to break us or uh, delayed our promise or uh, frustrated us. We don't take that back to the lab, practice it, perfect it, and then try that particular arena again, maybe in a different path, maybe in a different time, but it but definitely would better armor this time, right? I feel like we are attacking the same bug with the same shoe and wondering why the bug won't die, but it's because your shoe is not effective. Okay? Um that thing is softer than a baby's bottom. I'm going to need you to get something with a hard bottom, something with something that's going to squish cuz if you're if I can see your fingertips, like that slip is not doing it, ma'am. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and let you know that. But immediately I couldn't stop thinking about Peter. And I said, this whole walk on water thing is going to have so many different revelations for me. I could already see it because the way that things are the way things are hitting in this season that I'm in right now, everything looks different. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about that after I read it. So I want to go ahead and go to Matthew 14. You know, I read in the NLT version, right? Um, let's just jump right into it. So Matthew 14, I'm going to start from verse 23. After sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. 24. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land for a strong wind had risen and they were fighting heavy waves. 25. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on the water. 26. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, It's a ghost! 27. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. 28. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. 29. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water toward Jesus. 30. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. 31. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. Why you have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? 32. When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped. Hmm. When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped. Hmm. Uh, I want to go ahead and go back to verse 30. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. I want to ask you a question. Uh, Do you have a proper assessment of your life that you would be able to identify right now, this minute, what the wind is in your life? And I want to dissect that wind thing really quickly. Peter was a fisherman, right? His occupation was that he was a fisherman. So give me some of the, hmm, the typical things a fisherman may or may not incur. So the smell of fish, you're going to have to get used to that, right? Uh, you're going to have to know how to steer a boat, do something with the you know, managing of the boat itself, okay? Uh, You're also going to probably experience some inclement weather. It's probably not going to be the sunniest all the time, right? So you're also going to have to get used to um, probably not smelling the best. Uh, you, You probably need to know how to swim as well. That's something that's very important. But as a fisherman, wind and waves wouldn't be something that you are unfamiliar to correct? And so if it's something that you're unfamiliar with, then that means that you saw this before. What are the things that are placed in your life that serve as a distracting source? Is it that relationship from the past that every time you're like, you know what, I'm going to get myself together, I'm just going to go ahead and focus on me, do the things that God has me to do, and then every time you feel a little bit of an itch, somebody's texting you because they want to scratch it? Wind and the waves. Is it that every time that you get excited about something, there's that particular family member or that one person who's close to you that, gosh, it's almost like they just can't help it. They pull the negative out of any, out of honey. It's like, how do you do that? But And then they kind of turn your mood. And so you slowly but surely but painfully learned, if I'm excited about something, I can't share nothing with you. But at this point, when you said something negative in this season, it hit me different, but they are just serving as wind and waves. It is something about every time I go out, somebody asking me, oh, are you in a relationship? Are you still single? Why are you so single? Wanting to know about my relationship status. And then when I try to be by myself and I'm looking at everybody on Instagram and I know everyone who posts, you know, they're not extremely happy as they probably, pre, pre, you know, presume or try to go ahead and fake out for, for the gram. It's just the fact that At home, I get lonely because who wants to Netflix and chill by themselves? Waves and win. I wanna be a parent so bad <laughs> that it's apparent to everybody else around me. And so it just so happens that I can go into anything. I can go wanna buy apples and I go by the, the children's section. I'm just like, ah, and it's almost like it's agony. And I and I walk in feeling one way, but I walk out feeling sad. And you don't realize that once again, that is a form of waves and wind. What I'm trying to drive home to you is that waves and wind are more familiar to you then you actually know. So how is it that the wind and the waves that Peter should have been used to, it didn't terrify him enough not to want to be a fisherman anymore. It didn't terrify him to the point that he was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and sell my business. <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to go be a carpenter, sir. I'm not doing nothing on this ocean. You see the way the winds and the waves get down? Mm-mm. In the deep, I'm over it. I'm not going to do this to myself. I already know. That scares me. When that lightning come a little bit, and then the wind is in the middle of it, and then the waves come up, I'm not even, mm-mm. I know me well enough to know that it's not my thing. So if the winds and the waves wasn't able to deter him from the thing that he was doing in the wind and the waves, before. Why was it strong enough this time to distract him to getting to Jesus? It's not that this man has never seen wind and waves. It's just that now that he's seeing the winds and the waves as he's setting out to do the thing that God has for him, now he's terrified. Now you're terrified? And when I look at those two things, I said, okay, wind and waves compared to walking on water the real terrifying event, to be honest, is the fact that you're walking on water. I think I would have had a little bit more compassion if it said in the Bible, and he thought to himself, men don't walk on water, and then began to drown. Like, if it was his own thought that got him to the point that you're like, ah, you doubted yourself, and so that's why. But what he did was he looked at the wind and the wave, something that is super familiar, and he began to sink. How is it that something you're so familiar with has the ability to drive you away from your heart's desires. Out of all 12 disciples, Peter was the only one that was like, I'm not going to ask you a zillion questions. I'm not, mm -mm. if it's you, tell me to come out there with you. Because I'm not going to hold you. I said it before and I say it again. Had I been in that boat and I had a little bit of courage to want to go out there, he would have had to say more than, oh, it's me. Like, real quick, what happened to that fig tree that time that we was walking and you was hungry? Like, I'm going to tap into the Tamiya spirit. Pop quiz. Tell me where. Like, sir, you <laughs> know you're going to have to prove. Because I dare not um, be drinking and doing the blah, 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 all that because I heard somebody who sound like he could sound like Jesus. mm It could be anybody. You ain't see a couple of chapters after when a girl was telling Peter, like, I know you was with Jesus. You sound like him. So apparently that accent is familiar, okay? It, it, it's among the community. <laughs> so no, you just say, hey, it's me. It's okay. Mm What's the passcode? We don't got no passcodes. Well, let me make something up. What did you rename me? What was my first name? And then would you name me again? Okay, that's you. Mm-hmm, because you said Peter, and then you said Simon. Ain't nobody else will know that but somebody who was Jesus. You understand? And, and and that would have been my litmus test before I walked out of there. But to have faith enough to go out in an arena that he is used to, but to then drown in the very thing that's familiar. Why, Peter? Why? But then I couldn't even be upset. I said, you, you know what? We, we, we all do that, don't we? You walk into that office knowing the type of boss that you have and you allow that to allow you to sink in the seat that God ordained you to be in. And the while the grace may be on its way to go ahead and merge out so that you can step out and do something different, at one point that seat was a blessing when you got that call to say, hey, this is the job you're gonna get, you were like, woohoo, you were super excited. And then along the way, you may or may not have mishandled the grace. Maybe you used too much of it at the you know, wrong time, whatever. You know that it's a new batch of grace and mercy that follows you every day. But maybe what you were doing, you were mishandling it because you bought old issues from yesterday until today, but you didn't have enough grace for that. The Bible says you get new grace and mercy every day. So you can't bring yesterday's issues into today. You don't have enough grace for that. So now you're sitting in that seat and the understanding that you have about what type of boss you have, what type of leadership you have, what you don't look like about the particular position, whether it's the task or the l- workload, whatever it is, you allowed for that familiar pieces of information to be the reason why you sink in that seat. Bro, we already know that, that, that she's the way she is. We already know that he handles that the way that he handles that. We already know the coworkers is shitty chatty. We already know all that. But what we're not about to do is sit in the seat that God ordained us to be in at some point and sink in that. No, 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 no. You're not going to give way into this whole thing about, you know, uh, I don't I just can't be here anymore. No, no. Make your request known. Let God know. Be real. The way that lot was in the Bible. When the angels told him to run, he was like, sir, I only got enough juice in these kneecaps to get to Zor. So you be honest enough with yourself to say, God, I want to step out of this boat the correct way. So I'm going to give my two weeks notice. As a matter of fact, I'm going to step out on faith and I'm going to write my resignation now and I'm going to pray over it because I am letting you know that I don't have another year in, in me. I don't have another six months in me. I don't have, and if I do have it, I, my heart's desires are not aligned with that. So I feel like when I measured myself, I can give this much, but what I'm not about to do is walk in this office and be rolling my eyes before it's even lunchtime or, or start to just feel some kind of way when I get in the parking lot or start to. Turn off the lights or do anything that starts to darken my soul, knowing that you anointed me to be fertile soil. That means that anything that I step in, anything that I put my heart's desires to, anything that I ask for in your name, it has to grow because of the soil that's in me. And what the enemy tries to do is to go ahead and corrupt that and make it dead soil so that nothing can grow there, not even you in that environment. We're not doing that anymore. You already know what the given equation is. So let's go ahead and start strategizing a subtraction from that equation, which is you. Which is you. Step out on faith. Pray about it and ask God, I want to put my two weeks in. Can I put it in now? I've, I am so bold in how I'm starting to believe that I believe that you can ask God a thing and he will tell you yes or no. I've read in 1 Samuel 23 that David was like, so should we go out there and fight him? And it's like, David, why are you checking up with God if you should go out and fight some Philistines? You didn't check with God when you went ahead and fought Goliath. And I think because David started to become wise, he knew I can't just step out by myself and expect that I'm going to win every time, even if it's with a good intention, even if I have all the arms and the people that I need with me. If I don't have God backing me, it's going to flop. David, who knew I can take these five smooth stones and kill this Philistine, and I'm not even going to go back and real quick deliberate with God, like, real quick. So I don't want to embarrass you, but, like, I don't have anything on me bro like no real talk God listen um I only brought down this turkey and cheese sandwich for my brothers and them I wasn't prepared for this he didn't do any of that deliberation it was like yo I'm gonna have his head and I'm gonna cut it off and I'm gonna go ahead and let him know you filthy Philistine this is what's getting ready to happen and so David knew the difference between I'm jumping out because I just feel prompted to opposed to God before I jump out should I do that know the difference between where you're at in 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 your walk know the difference in okay am I jumping out or am I jumping ahead of God know the difference between that gauge that and your personal time with God and it doesn't have to be anything lengthy it doesn't have to be anything off that hours and hours it's just real simple read first Samuel 23 he literally was just like God should I go should I go and fight the people at Kiela uh-huh okay cool <laughs> real simple that's exactly what you should be doing. Ma'am, you getting upset? You already know how buddy is. Either we going to make sure that the boundaries are so strong, it's going to feel like uh, it's made from tough lawn. Like, I don't know what we need to do, but you need to do something, okay? I do not believe that God will have it where you will meet somebody in your past, make a different decision. Yeah, you're not the same person that you were, but you don't have to suffer, as if you remained in that situation. That's your ex. That's your child's father. That's your, listen, he belongs over there. Get that boy back to the streets. And if you can, let me explain something to you. These boundaries are going to feel like you're playing the game of Operation, sir. Every time you get too close to what it feels like, the edge, you're going to feel that, man. it's going to happen. I, I'm not going to have a life sentence because of the decision that I made one time in my life. I'm not doing it. Sir, Listen. I, the deacons already told you never trust a big money smile um at this point we need to switch up how you doing stuff because what we're not going to do is have that one heartbreak make you so disgusted towards love which is the epitome of what god made that now you're looking at every female like she's that one female i'm sorry do we all, all share the same social security number do we all share the same values So if your faith is that small, that that one person who didn't know how to love, who didn't know how to treat you, who didn't know how to nurture you, who didn't know how to really love on you and and add to you, if you don't understand that that was a one-time situation in your life, but you would never be that low again, if you can't make that your bar of, I would never be this low, I would never ever allow somebody to do that to me again, make that your litmus test. Don't make that your closed door forever. You're never going to walk through the door of love again because of her she's that powerful that she gets to stamp approve a chapter in your life and permanently have her name as your last in your book of life sir ma'am is that what we're doing no we're not let me explain something to you we're gonna go ahead and adapt the new spirit on this thing today yeah we're gonna call it I'm not this time (laughs) not this time bruh Listen, there was once a time that a bill could have came in the mail and it could have been a little bit more than what I was expecting, that it would round me up and have me feeling some kind of way. Not this time. Listen, how many other times did you have a bill that, listen, it's the same thing. Nothing is new under the sun. The enemy knows what he's doing. He kept a foul. If it worked before to frustrate you before, guess what? He finna try it again. So w- what are you going to do? You're going to keep falling at the same spot every single time? This should be familiar to you. You should know this by now. She is made to kill, steal, and destroy. Ma'am, he was made to distract you. Listen, that boss is being worked through by the enemy. That's why Jesus had enough sense to look back at Peter and say, get thee behind me, Satan. Peter has nothing against you, but I know the operating system that's trying to come through you. I'm familiar to that. Why? Because Jesus was in the wilderness with that for 40 days. When you're familiar with it, you get to call that thing out like, no, you're not. Not this time. Not this time. You're not doing that. I'm not failing this time. Nope, I took that test before. I didn't do well. I'm going to do it again. But this time I'm going to study. And I'm going to study areas that I feel like I was weaker in. Okay, you know what? That was too much for me to bench press. Now I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do more reps so I can build up my muscle resistance. Bro, you got to tear something to build something up. We're going to stop tripping over the same thing. My gosh, we could have had it that Peter would have walked all the way to Jesus. All the way. But he allowed something that he's familiar to to make him drown. And you know what the saddest part is for me? That the wind calmed down once he got back in the boat. Come on, bruh. Come, the, the distraction stopped once he failed. Once he failed. It was almost like the wind was saying, <laughs> Nothing else to see here. Nothing else to see here Bro that should rile you up <laughs> That should rouse you up So let me explain something. Well let me get this straight <laughs> Hold on real quick let, let, let me dissect this So you mean to tell me That when I'm in the midst of my greatness That's when it's windy And that's when the waves want to cause havoc But when I'm not doing anything That looks like I'm walking in purpose When it, when I'm not looking like I'm scared And I'm the other 11 in the boat When I'm not distracted in any kind of way That's when the wind is at its maximum but the point that I go ahead and I give in to that, oh, it ain't windy no more. Ain't no more waves. Buddy ain't calling you no more because <laughs> you gave him the attention he was looking for. Oh, girl, she came back, but now she back to her old ways because I guess, I don't know, she miss you as much as she said. Okay. The, yeah, what the, the boss is doing. It <laughs> oh, now the boss is calmer. Because you're, you're sadder now. It's nothing else to see here. It's nothing else to see here. Mm-mm. Let me explain something to you. If I got to get through this phone in the mighty name of Jesus and pull that thing out of you like it's a thorn, I need you to say, I need you to, I feel like I want you to go stand up now. I need you to literally say, nope, we're going to do it now. I need you to literally say right now, not this time. And I know it kind of seems like Deacon is, you know, Ayala, not on my watch, but I need you to say that. Say it again. Say not this time. No, say it again, but say it like you're not playing. Not this time. Not this time. I'm not losing this time. All these things are familiar to me. But why are these things trying to distract me? Because you are perfectly aligned to Jesus. Literally. They were already terrified in the boat. (laughs) But then it started getting scarier once he got out. Literally, Matthew 14, verse 32 says, When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped. Jesus didn't say nothing to it. <laughs> the, the last thing that Jesus said was when he was talking to Peter. And what did he say? In verse 31, Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said, Why did you doubt me? That's the last thing Jesus said before the wind stopped, before he got back in the boat with Peter and the wind stopped, before Peter took that walk of shame to go back into the boat and the wind stopped. Mm, Not this time. No, you're not. (laughs) You're not going to get frustrated in between jobs. No, you're not. You're not going to get frustrated in the waiting room. No, you're not. Listen, I need you to understand that just because you can, let me let me tell you this, because I'm assuming that you know this, but I'm going to go ahead and speak this into your spirit. Do you understand that you can be aware of something, but not uh, in tuned to it? Like, think about when you've been in anybody's waiting room. Whether somebody's talking on the sidelines or TV is on or whatever the case may be, but you in your phone, right? You are aware that there are conversations happening. You are aware that the TV is on, but you are not in tune to all the conversations and what's happening and what's being played on the TV. If somebody was to say, hey, real quick, what's the last thing that the newscaster just said just now? You would be like, no clue, but the news is on. I'm aware, but I'm not in tune that's how you're going to start dealing with the winds and the waves. I'm aware of what you're doing, but I'm not tuned into that. I'm not subscribed to that. I'm aware of what you just tried to do, but Satan get thee behind me. I'm aware that you're a silhouette of a fig tree, but you don't have no figs. So, uh, yeah, you will never go ahead and uh, be pretending in life again. I'm aware of what it is that this person is trying to do. I'm aware that my emotions get the best of me during this particular hour or this particular time of the month or around this particular season. I'm aware, but I'm not in tune. When you are aware, listen, it's as if you are literally driving in the car. And it's super windy and it's rainy. When you have your window down, or oh, you're a part of that. But it's as, it's as simple as putting your window up, ma'am, sir. Or oh, you're aware that it's raining outside. But you're not subscribing to that. What's going on out there? The temperature is different in this car. I choose to drive different. I, I, I choose to travel and navigate to my destination different. I need you to literally take that picture, take that depiction, and I need you to make that your spiritual stance. Not this time. Not this time. Please, not this time. We literally have been trusted to complete an assignment in a time frame that God felt like this is enough time for you to get this assignment done. We don't have the time to get tripped up over winds and waves. We already know what that purpose is. We already know we've seen this before. Bruh, if it was if it was um horses flying and um UFOs and stuff that he's never seen, bruh, sank. I I'm blown away too. I ain't gonna hold you I'm reading it and I don't believe it. But it was as simplistic as the things that you see every day at your job, Peter. What happened mm-mm. not this time, not this time mm, nope, mm-mm. nope, <laughs> yeah, I got my legs shaking and that mm mm nope, no, 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 mm mm, not this time, you know what your challenge is at this point, do you know already? if not, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you I need you to identify the wind that is derailing your wind, win. w i n I need you to identify that, because we're gonna go ahead and do a little um, dilly, beloved. We all gather here today. We're gonna lay it to rest today. We're done. We're done. We're going to start blocking numbers, blocking people, blocking when we putting our windows up. We Listen, whatever we got to do, but we're not about to travel this way again. We're not doing this. I refuse to be like that man that is the same obstacle course. Nothing has changed. Matter of fact, they gave me another option. I chose the same option. I felt the same spot. Like, that's embarrassing now. That was embarrassing to watch. Imagine how that looks in your book of life. I'm not doing it, you. I'm not doing it. Um, so not this time. And I'm so serious about this. Like, I feel like I want you to like, like pinky on me, pinky shake me real quick, because at this point, like I'm, like, I'm done losing these little minuscule losses. Like I'm done. These things that's able to still ruffle my feathers. Like how? Words that are still able to affect me. Football. Okay. I'm not, can I, not, hello, not this time, not this time, yeah, you're going, you should, you should have caught me before I knew, you should have caught me before I, I, I knew that I was literally stronger than what I appeared to be, you should have caught me before I realized that as long as I keep my eyes on Jesus, that I can walk on anything, water, serpents, bosses, exes, what, finances, it, whatever, as long as I keep my eye on him, because when Peter sunk, Jesus Jesus asked him, why did you doubt me? So my sinking, as I said in another conversation, has doesn't have to do with my strength. It has to do with my faith in him. So if you sink, you doubted him. Not on my watch. Nope, not this time. You can't forget about it, okay? <sighs> Yo, I got to I feel like you got what you needed. No, like seriously, like the way that my leg is shaking, I'm ready to go ahead and stop air punching the devil. Like, I, yeah, because like yo, like I'm 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 too competitive to be losing at the same thing. I know I can walk on. <laughs> like really, like if, if that was the case, bro, you should have stayed in with the eleven. They was already scared. You left fear to go to bring it out, bring it out to the to the water to be afraid. Be a be afraid with them in the, in the boat. It's safer. Okay, it's still winning waves, but I guess it feels better because you got company when you should have been following Christ to do something different. So I feel like I need to, I, I, listen, You, I, I'm hype, okay? um, I feel like you got what you needed. You know what these conversations are? Do you? Because, oh, okay, they're life-provoking conversations, conversations that not the average person going to have with you, but who, your favorite homegirl, Okay. But listen, I'm going to go ahead and let you let me go. I am so fueled up. I am done losing. I am done tripping up on the same things. I am absolutely done. Stick a fork in the situation. It is Cajun. You understand? But I'm going to go ahead and let you let me go. I'll talk to you later. Later.